Hi guys, welcome to the Sports Story 15-minute episodes, otherwise known as the SS15. I'm Ruby, and I'll be hosting lots of these episodes along with Lucas, where both of us will cover topical themes from the world of sports in a short, sharp and to-the-point conversation with a wide range of guests. To kickstart these new episodes, we have Tawanda Meyeya, a professional cricketer, sharing his story and shedding light on mental health as an athlete. Enjoy the podcast and look forward to many more SS15 episodes. If you want to stay in the loop, then jump onto one of the many social media platforms where we will have daily updates. Without further ado, here's Tawanda. My name is Tawanda. Yeah, yeah. I'm 20 years old. I'm a professional cricketer for Kenya and I'm originally from Zimbabwe. Yeah. So yeah. And I started playing cricket when I was probably about like four or five with my brother and then with my best friends, the twins as well and we were much younger so that's basically where it kind of all starts for me and then kind of just gradually went through the ages the ranks and stuff and then I left Zimbabwe when I was 16 I think and then I came over to England and went to Eastbourne that's where I probably got better and gained the confidence to like trust myself in cricket and then from then on I just decided to potentially go pro and sign my first contract in April last year it's been it's been an interesting journey. It's been tough, but yeah, I've enjoyed it so far. I can imagine. Wow. So like your your sort of cricket journey really took off once you got to the UK then? Because you said that's where yeah. you came to confidence. I think like I was always like good and stood out when I was younger, but I never had like the confidence myself to like maybe like become a pro and stuff. Well, what, what gave you the confidence then? I think probably the coaching when I got to England, the coaching and the amount of like trust the coaches had for me, the time they had for me. So like the amount of training I did yeah. when I came to England was like literally insane compared to what I did in Zimbabwe. Okay, fine. So I, I think the, the amount of hours I probably put into that and like the coaches helped definitely played like a massive like factor for me. Okay, so you very much flourished when you got to the UK. Yeah, I would say so. Okay, and sort of from Zim all the way to where you are now, what has that journey involved in terms of, so you've signed a contract and, you know, you're professional. I, it, before that, was did you very much climb a sporting ladder or did you kind of jump from just school player to professional? Like, it was like, weird. It was a weird one, to be fair, because I never, ever really, like, thought I'd be a professional like this early. So, like, it was more of I'll go to university, study yeah. a degree. And then kind of chase my dream after. Yeah. And then COVID kind of happened and I left school in March. So I literally didn't finish school properly. I obviously had a lot of time to like think about what I wanted to do in the future, whether I wanted to go to university that September or take a gap year and try to play cricket. So COVID happened and I spoke to my parents after like thinking about it for quite a long time. And I probably gave my parents like a bit of a headache just because they were a bit stressed about me. So I just yeah. told them like, I don't want to go to university. Okay. anymore and I want to like try chase cricket so it kind of happened where lockdown happened I'd left school there was no real like structure so I didn't really know what path I had to take to become a professional cricketer and there was a bit of complications because my family are refugees so yeah. I we were kind of applying for me to be a, like a resident in the, in the United Kingdom yeah. And then so like whilst that was still going on, I was kind of unsure about like what I was gonna do and stuff. And then luckily I got an opportunity to play in like an intra squad game for Kent. 
Yeah. And the director of cricket happened to be there. And I did okay. And literally that's when he offered me a contract. So I think it was that was in October or November of 2020. So, so you did okay and then you were offered a, a contract. Yeah. You must have so done pretty good. Yeah, so I think it was probably like a massive jump. So literally, there was no ladder. It was kind of like I was in school in March, and then in October, I got offered a contract literally out of nowhere. And then in April, wow. kind of signed it. That's pretty amazing. I mean, that sounds like, you know, most people sort of had a horrible time in COVID, but it sounds like there was a silver lining for you in the sense it gave you time to sort of reflect and really think what you wanted. And yeah. here you are yeah. now with a contract. Yeah, to be fair, COVID was hard though, without saying, and everyone I'm sure found like quite a tough period. So did I, mentally, yeah. physically, and everything. Really? Um, so yeah, it was quite nice like when things like that happened and stuff. And luckily I got to see loads of my friends during that summer. So That's took good. my mind with a lot of things. Yeah. Um, so yeah. What, what was your reaction or sort of, yeah, your reaction like when you were offered the contract? Because that, that really um, is quite a sort of jump the way you've explained things. Yeah, I was really happy, actually, just because, like, it happened so quickly. probably happened yeah. five years before I thought it would. That's amazing. That was, like, cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, Your yeah. dreams are now chasing <laughs> you. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I know my parents. So, like, it was nice to, like, be able to tell my parents and my siblings because my brother and I, like, always wanted to be professional cricketers when we were younger, I guess. Yeah. At some point in our lives. But my brother's chosen a different path, and luckily okay. I kind of just stayed, stayed on that path. Okay, yeah. you stuck to what you wanted. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm, that's really impressive. So with saying all of this, you know, you've already touched on COVID and briefly, like, how, where you've got to. But, you know, from you can start from when you first started cricket or more talking about post-COVID. Like, what is your sort of the strain on your physical sort of abilities or your, and your mental health? How has that been through your cricketing journey? Like, but that's also on the pitch and off the pitch, in training, out of training. Yeah, that's okay. That's a good question, actually. I'm actually like quite a mental health advocate. So, but again, I would say ages from like four to like 12, not much like mentally, cricket like didn't really affect me. And then I think I had one bad year when I was like 12. Yeah. And literally went from rock bottom for me. Like, I felt like the world was crumbling. At oh, such really? a young age, it's so weird. That is very young. Yeah, and but like it was just literally a small blip, and anyway, I carried on with life. Things were okay, and then from twelve, I'd say from that like moment till about seventeen, I'd say was the next. When I was seventeen, I kind of got told that I, so I played for Sussex before, so I got yeah. kind of got told that um, I couldn't play for Sussex anymore because I was an international student. So the visa that I was on. Oh, wow. Okay. And like allow me to carry on playing for them. So, that so was like it, had, it had nothing to do with your ability. It was to do with external yeah. factors. So it was right. kind of like factors that were out of my control, but obviously okay. in that moment, yeah. again, felt like my world was ending and yeah, I took I that know. one very like personally, it was quite hard for me and it kind of affected my game. So like it affected my schoolwork, it affected yeah. my cricket that year. Um, so yeah, that was pretty, I would say my, probably my first proper experience, like mental health yeah. in cricket and like on and off the field. And then I would say COVID, COVID year, obviously when we were all 
stuck in our houses and stuff was quite a tough period for me because a lot of time thinking again and sometimes I am an overthinker I would say yeah <laughs> I think a lot of things normal so I think I struggled a bit there but luckily having my family and stuff around was quite nice and it was quite good to like have a reality check and stuff yeah. with my family and stuff which is quite nice for me and reassuring and luckily I got through that which is nice and some good friends as well and uh-huh. then fast forward to 2021 when I'd signed everything and everything everything was meant to be like all rosy and stuff so I started quite well with Kent I did really well it was a good start good environment and I was enjoying it and stuff and I am quite hard on myself yeah I'm sure a lot of people are on various aspects of life and yeah. I think I went through like a blip in the season last year where I, I didn't score a lot of runs and I was just like struggling a bit for form so like that affected me quite a lot so sometimes I do get quite emotional with cricket I'm quite emotionally attached to it so well I it, can imagine quite, yeah it's quite, yeah yeah so again at 20 I had another like period where I was like oh my word like my world's crashing down yeah so I think for me, a lesson that I probably learned last year, especially in the professional environment, is that you have to look after yourself and you have to be like kind to yourself. And it's still something that I'm working on like today. Um, yeah, of course. I had a training session yesterday where like things didn't, I was, so basically I'm working on something specific at the moment. And when I didn't get it right, I'd like get really upset with myself. So like yeah. it's being able to remind yourself to basically just take things as they come and just don't be too hard on yourself and just speak kindly to yourself. Yeah, of course. Well, I was actually, I'm talking to Rory about this and saying, you know, because he's an athlete, you're an athlete. And as an athlete, you're so used to pushing yourself. Sorry, uh, you're so used to like pushing yourself to the limits, you know, to the highest sort of standard. And so, and that kind of comes with everything across the board. So when it gets to mental health, Rory Lisa saying, you know, he pushes him and pushes and pushes himself. I think with mental health, that's one aspect. You should just actually step back. And like you said, just kind yeah. of look after yourself because that's not something you want to push and that's not something you want to kind of topple over because it's very yeah, I, think, I think definitely like the ability to like get away and find like, if you like spending time with your girlfriend, like do that. If you like yeah. reading, if you like doing self-care things and like there's nothing wrong, like there's, no like form of self-care that's wrong so yeah, whatever works nice, for you and I think being young people we should like explore like things that make us happy put us at peace whether it's swimming in the sea like for me swimming oh, really? in the sea is quite a big I, thing I, I like swimming in the sea too yeah so yeah. if you do that like for me if I do that I'm like so happy literally yeah. um so it's being able to find things that you enjoy that put you at ease and just yeah so you're able to come back to training tomorrow or to the match to be able to perform to like your best of your abilities, I would say. Yeah, no, I think that's actually very well said. I also, I just quickly wanted to touch on, so you talked about 12 and you said 17 and 20, you know, all the different points you had these low moments, but, you know, two of them in the middle, I saw the correlation was, you know, you got sad and your mental health went down when cricket was about to almost be taken away from you, which links in quite nicely with the, you know, it's not a nice thing, but the silver lining there is. So when sports isn't in your life or cricket isn't in your life, it sounds like, you know, your mental health isn't as good because I'm assuming it has a huge positive impact on who you are, what you are, what you stand for. 
And I just want to talk about that now. Like, what has cricket done for you as a person? Like, you know, on and off the pitch. I think, wow, no one's ever asked me that. That's actually a good question. Yeah. Um, so I have to think about this one. But I think for me, to start with, cricket has like probably given me a lot of happiness, like in times when I struggled a bit. I come from a family where my parents are split up. Yeah. So I think definitely cricket and rugby. I played rugby a lot, but cricket in particular was my favorite. So yeah. it helped me like spend time with people, um, be with my friends, get to know new people. And kind of made me like put things like to the back of my mind and just enjoy what I'm doing. And it still does the same for me today. It's made me some good friends. Yeah. It's taught me discipline. It's taught me to be humble a lot, I think. <laughs> Especially cricket. Because cricket is very, it's a very hard game. Yeah. And there's days when you do well and there's days where you don't do well. So being able to like humble yourself and just kind of just float in the middle and not get too happy okay. and not get too sad. It's okay. just kind of finding that balance, I think. That's very important. Yeah. I think cricket has also taught me that you have to put other people first sometimes before yourself okay. and not be selfish. I, I guess you do have to be selfish in some sort of way to like chase that kind of like goal as an athlete, but yeah. just being able to like say, oh my gosh, like, I'm going to do this for my teammate because he's a bit tired or I'm going to do this for my teammate because he's just injured or something. Do you know what I mean? So Yeah, of course. Well, being a team player, that's amazing skill yeah. to have in life. That's cricket's yeah. probably really given you that. Being able to do that. And I think probably being confident and like being sure of myself, as that's what cricket has also given me. Like yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Myself and just be myself. Because I think I am quite different like cricketing wise to a lot of like people so it's sometimes you do feel inadequate or different and stuff I think just also being able to embrace like who you are and yeah. what you do and stuff so like that also goes in terms for things like fashion and stuff so, like I'm quite like I just wear what I like you got cool fashion you got very yeah. cool fashion yeah I don't, I don't mind being judged so yeah that's also what's taught me Okay, so thick-skinned as well, you know, you can take yeah. things on board. Yeah. Just because... I don't know, for me personally, because I'm not, I wouldn't say like I'm an extrovert, but like I'm confident, okay. but I'm not going to be that guy that's like going to take his shirt off in the middle of the dance floor. Oh, no, I'm not quite like that. that. <laughs> yeah, no, see, that's the sort of... I think I can, I'm quite happy to hold a conversation and yeah. like just get to know people and stuff. So I think, yeah, yeah well, that's, that's helped quite a lot socially. But I, okay. I think I'm naturally, I'm quite shy. I'm like, my dad a bit okay. I'm quite reserved at the start and then like when I get to know someone then I'm a bit like louder <laughs> okay yeah. yeah I like that warm up to people then yeah okay that's awesome. I'm sure probably the first time you met me like this guy what is he doing like why is he so quiet <laughs> well you know I noticed you asked you know you asked very good questions and you know, you, you you take your time with people, which I like. I respect that a lot. You know, and you, you do more than just short talk, you know. So I yeah. think that's, I appreciate that a lot because I try to do the same. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So I wanted to sort of, sort of come to an end with this by asking you if, you know, because obviously this podcast, so when we put it out, there'll be listeners, you know, from your sporting experience and your sporting journey, but also not just sports, but you're just journeying, you know, from all the way from Zim as well and all the way to the UK. Like, do you have any advice for people with mental health 
from you know if you can relate that from with sports or outside of that yeah well I'll do my best it doesn't have but to be long just anyway. I think I think being able to speak to people like don't be shy I guess sometimes for me I find it quite hard to speak to people I don't I like I know quite well so like yeah. I sometimes and start a conversation with a stranger and kind of just like speak to them about life and stuff and yeah. it gives you a bit of perspective well for me personally it does and being able to speak to your family i think that's very important like it doesn't have to be a friend but it can be family i think maybe finding like a bit of a purpose or like for me i'm religious so okay for me that gives me peace so it's kind of like my spiritual well-being yeah so i do awesome. something like that so i think you just definitely have to look after your emotional well-being spiritual well-being mental well-being and physical well-being okay um, yeah. yeah i think that's the best i could do no, that's amazing that's amazing i think yeah touching on spiritual well-being is a whole other thing but extremely important something yeah. i'm very into as well I think yeah. whatever way you look at it, it's an important thing to think about but yeah, yeah no that's amazing and thank you so much genuinely for being the first guest very no easy worries. to talk to as well. Thank you for listening, guys. And to Tawanda. I'll catch you on the next one. Until then, stay active.